Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Be Love, Give Love podcast. I'm Abby Lewis, founder of Be Love, Give Love. Today I want to talk to you about getting uncomfortable. You know, I've been on an intense journey and I've overcome so much, but I have learned over the years that the most growth happens when you are uncomfortable. Uh, Coming from a history of, um, a long history of anxiety, you know, if you've been following my story, you know I was diagnosed of an extreme panic disorder, which led me to hitting rock bottom in 2001. When someone has anxiety, they like to be comfortable, and I was completely comfortable not ever crossing those boundaries where it made me very uncomfortable. I wanted to feel safe. I wanted to feel secure. And so when my husband was called by the Lord to join the military, I had to get very uncomfortable. And I didn't realize how comfortable I was until I was completely stripped and completely uprooted of my my home that I had in Branson, Missouri. We had a home for, I think, 12 years there. I had a business. I had a ministry. I had uh, community involvement. I had um, a church family, lots of stuff going on, uh, speaking engagements and things like that. And I mean, I had overcome most of my own, you know, anxiety and I'd already written the book and living still, walking in peace in the midst of life. And you know, you don't really know what's deeply rooted in your heart until you, until your situation changes, until the, you know, the refiner's fire comes. You know, the Bible talks, you guys know I'm a, a woman of faith. The Bible talks about the refiner's fire. And we go through these seasons where, you know, the intensity comes, that fire comes. And, you know, we, I have learned to welcome those. I've, I've encouraged people to welcome those seasons because that's when, um, that's when the impurities in our soul, in our heart, get burnt away. And only beautiful things can come of that. But what happens more times than not is people resist those seasons by pushing against it, fighting against it, becoming negative, being a poor me, grumbling, complaining, drinking, doing drugs, whatever, to kind of numb it. Please make this go away. But I've learned that if you just embrace it and learn from it, beautiful, beautiful things happen. So when my husband joined the military, uh, yes, we... We got stationed in Hawaii, which everyone's like, oh my gosh, a dream come true. And we had been married 12 years and I was 35, you know, and my husband joined when he was 33, which is older. But, you know, we followed the Lord's leading. We felt the guidance that that was what we were supposed to do. We fasted and prayed for three years. So we knew that we knew that we knew this is what we were called to do. I was completely fine following him. And then when I got to Hawaii, I I never cried leaving. I never was upset leaving. I never was nervous or anything. But when I got, when the plane landed, my husband came to pick me up and we were driving to the apartment that we lived on or lived at on post. I cried and cried and cried. It's like it all hit me. Like that stripping away, you know, um, in the springtime when they cut the bushes back you know, and you're like, why in the world would you cut that all the way back? That looks awful. It's ugly. It's not pretty. And I used to wonder why they would do that. I didn't know. 
way back when, oh, it's pruning. You got to prune them back so they'll be more fruitful. And the Bible even talks about that. There's seasons where God comes in to prune us back, to cut, cut away the dead branches within us, the dead things within our souls that's not fruitful. But he also prunes us back so we can be more fruitful. So me getting, you know, getting completely uncomfortable, completely stripped away. I call it my pruning season. Um, and, you know, I was so grateful that the Lord placed me in Hawaii, but because it's beautiful there, yes, but it was very, very hard. And I did not realize how comfortable I was in Branson until I had none of it. I didn't realize I was comfortable having a church family until you don't have it. I didn't realize I was comfortable having my own stuff until you get over into military and you're without your 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 vehicle, your own bed, your clothes and all that. Your household goods take forever to get on a ship to get, to cross the ocean to come to you. So we were without our stuff for months. Um for I think like 3 months or something like that. So, you know, I'm sleeping on a mattress with a plastic cover on it and I was not comfortable and you know, and I wanted my home. I wanted my stuff. I wanted my own vehicle. I didn't have a car. I didn't have my clothing. I, or, or, you know, I just lived out of a suitcase. I didn't have all my, my comfortable things. I didn't have my family. I didn't have my friends. I didn't have my clients that I deeply loved and didn't realize how much worth and value I put in what I was doing. Well, that got stripped away. You know, I did nothing for three years. I did not work. I couldn't transfer my license over to uh, Hawaii. It was just too difficult. I had to go to more schooling because, you know, every state has their own, their own, uh, you know, things that you need to have to qualify. But, um, and I wasn't doing ministry. I wasn't speaking. I mean, I was completely uncomfortable and out of my element. But you know what? So much growth happened within my soul, so much pruning, so much refinement, um, and I've realized now, not just being cut away of all those things, but also learning how to be a military spouse, learning how to be peaceful in the midst of the uncertainties of military life and the coming and going of the husband and being by myself and you know, all of these things, it was very uncomfortable, very foreign. I'd always lived in Missouri. I lived in Southeast Missouri for 17 years, then went to Branson, went to college there, graduated college, met Tim, my husband, two weeks before I graduated college. We fell in love and we got married um, a couple years later. And then we just stayed there. I never, ever thought I would be leaving Branson. Until God says, nope, time to leave. Do I miss it? Yes. Will Branson always be, I think, home to me? It will be. But I actually love the journey now of being challenged and being uncomfortable. I welcome it. I embrace it because I have seen so much tremendous fruit that comes from it. Tremendous character tremendous growth, so many beautiful things. If you will embrace it and try to do it well, oh my goodness, it's such a blessing. It really is. So as a wellness coach, as a speaker, as someone that just deeply loves to help people move forward, I'm always saying embrace it, embrace it, you know, um, 
surrender to it, let go, trust the process. I know it's uncomfortable, but just keep going. Learn. Ask God what, why, um, not necessarily why, but what are you trying to teach me in the midst of this? Not why is this happening? You know, you could have took, taken this away. I didn't want to be uncomfortable. You know, that's just, that's just how it is. And um, that's how you grow. And I do often, I was just talking about this today with a friend, and I often uh, tell people like when they're going through challenging times, you know, I'm a big, uh, big person in wellness. So uh, spirit, mind, and body. Now, I'm not big into like going to the gym and pumping iron and stuff, but I do. I was a personal trainer for four years, and I do. Um, you know, I, I'm okay with people that want to go and keep uh, their body fit. And, you know, whatever you want to do to keep your body fit, you do it. But um, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not gonna say you, you don't need to go to the gym. Um, it's not what I'm trying to say, but. Um, I'm not a, a person that goes to the gym. I would rather do my own type of uh, stuff at home. So, but I understand the um, the value of when you do get training, and you you know you've done that training for whatever four, six, eight weeks, and then the personal trainer shifts the program to keep your muscles guessing. That's just a common thing that personal trainers do. So what happens in the midst of that shifting the program? Well, it's harder, right? It's more tiring. Your body's aching more. And so I often relate hard seasons, uncomfortable seasons, trying seasons, difficult seasons as it's just another workout. Look at it as a spiritual workout. Look at it as a character workout, however you want to word it. Look at it as, you know what? This is how I get stronger. Why do we change the program when we work out? It's because we're trying to keep our muscles guessing. We're trying to make our muscles stronger. We put a little bit more weight on. Maybe we do some more reps, more sets, all that to build and get stronger. The only way your body is going to get stronger on a muscular level is to put more resistance. You follow? Put more resistance on it to push against it. So when you have difficult seasons in life, there's that resistance. When it's uncomfortable, there's that resistance. When you have, you know, a a hard, difficult child or a hard, difficult spouse or a hard, difficult um, coworker or boss or, you know, financial season or a health crisis or something, there's that resistance that comes that if you will embrace it and if you will bring God into it, ask for his strength, courage, uh, wisdom, guidance, bring a friend in that will speak life into you and speak wisdom to you to help you along the way, give you support, read books that will help help you in the midst of that journey to grow and learn, podcast, you know, whatever it may be that will give you that support to embrace that season and to learn from it and get stronger. Get stronger in your faith. Get stronger in your patience, in your perseverance, in your trust, in your gentleness, in your compassion, in your empathy, whatever it may be. That that can be a beautiful, beautiful season. I remember when my husband was getting uh, to getting ready to deploy for his first really long deployment. We had done several shorter ones, but this was my first long one. And I have a special needs child 
that I mean, he's autistic, he's 95% nonverbal, and he's a beautiful, beautiful gift, very content child, but all of a sudden, husband's going to be gone. I am completely gone for a long time, let's say that, and I'm completely on my own. And I sat with, sat with the Lord, being in that stillness time. That's what I do often when I feel that overwhelmment. I'm like, oh goodness, here we go. My peace is starting to leave me. I'm getting concerned about my uncomfortable season that's coming. And so I just sat and I sat with my journal and I just listened. I, I quieted my mind, got myself off my mind because I was just going into that poor me, you know, like, oh, this is going to be so hard. Poor me. This isn't the life I wanted. Yada, yada. But I just sat with it and I could just hear the Lord encouraging my heart, that still small voice encouraging my heart to just say, the moment you feel overwhelmed, the moment you feel like you are going to get caught up into that self-pity, into that poor me, because it would be easy to do that, right? Please everyone feel sorry for me. My husband is gone. I am on my own. I have a special needs child. I don't have family out here. I didn't have many friends at the time then because we were freshly new in the state. And so, it, yeah, come on. I can justify that, right? Okay, what good does that do though? Really, what good does that do? Nothing. It just keeps you in a negative mindset. It keeps you joyless. It keeps you not having peace. You don't have the energy and it's just not a healthy place. So God was preparing my heart that you were going to be tempted to be overwhelmed and fall into um, a pity party. But I am encouraging you to, as soon as you find that, lean on me, press into me, take time for stillness. So that's where I get my charge and that, you know, I'm always talking about plugging in, plugging into source be still, take a run, whatever you got to do to just stay plugged in. And I often give the analogy of like, how often do you plug your phone in? You would not let your phone die, right? No one's going to let their phone die or their computer die because it's valuable. We need it. Well, you also need that, that still small voice, that connection to the all-knowing, all-powerful God. So, And you can plug in any chance. You can be down to 90% and plug in, go to 100%. Please do not allow yourself to get down into a poor me, negative, anxious, you know, depressive, frustrated, you know, mindset to where you're down on 15%. You can feel like, man, the only thing I'm filled up with right now is just complete negativity and darkness. And um, you you can always plug back into source and that's what I do. I just, that's what the book is all about. Living still, walking in peace in the midst of, of life. And it's just about being still with God, tapping into that, um, learning how to hear his voice in the midst of the chaos of this world. And uh, just discovering that life of just living still. Do I do it perfectly? No. Do I still go through uncomfortable seasons and trying seasons and difficult seasons? Yes, but I do know how to do them well now. I've learned that if I will just take time, trust God, lean in, press in, embrace, surrender to it, it is just so much easier. And I know a majority of people right now in the world are going through difficult times where they don't have the peace, where it's hard, where it's frustrating, but you have an all-knowing, all-powerful source available to everyone, 
absolutely everyone. And I am more than happy to teach you and encourage you on how to be still. I mean, get the book if you if you'd like, uh, you know, just some sort of reference. Uh, but you know, I just sat with that, uh, and the Lord just telling me, and that still small voice telling me, you know, just don't fall into that, tap back in. And that's what I did. I did that for that uh, period of time that Tim was gone. It was hard. It was uncomfortable. I had been away from him for months, but this was more than, you know, a few months, a few weeks. And so it stretched me. It was more resistance on my journey. And guess what? I got stronger. Guess what? Regularly, he does these long deployments now, and guess what? They are not as hard. I'm stronger. Will I probably go through another uh, uh, season where I will have a, a harder workout? Yes, because that's just how we grow. We've never arrived. I've never arrived. Do I desire to be all that God wants me to be, spirit, mind, body? Absolutely, but that takes a surrendered soul of just saying, have your way, have your way, God, not my will, but your will. Um, I desire that everything within me be a direct reflection of who you are. Whatever is in me that's not of you, do whatever you have to do to get it out of me. Those are regular prayers of mine. But that, when you pray those kind of prayers, know that you are going to go into an uncomfortable season. But I promise you, I promise you, beautiful things will come of it and you will look back just as I did and go, I know now why I had to go through that. Or I see the beauty that has come through that. Thank you, God, for allowing me to go through that because, and you fill in the blank. I could tell you so many stories and more than likely on this podcast, I will share lots of stories. And, you know, Be Love, Give Love is not just about Um, I mean, our core message is radiating God's love, to be so filled up with God's love that you can't help but give it away. But the only reason I can do that more effortlessly now is because I've went through season upon season upon season upon seasons of growth and, and overcoming things. And that's why I decided to do the podcast was to share that in hopes that it will encourage you and inspire you to do your own, um, inward growth, healing, transformation, dive deep within yourself, embrace the uncomfortable seasons, learn from it, surrender to the process, all of that in hopes that you will do all of that so you are better able to be love and give love to the world around you. Um, Reach out to me, you know, if you want some side-by-side help. Um, You know, I am a wellness coach. I love, love, love helping people and encouraging people on their journeys. Um, You can get the book, Living Still, Walking in Peace in the Midst of Life. You can find all of that um, on belovegivelove.com. Continue to listen to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook for you know daily encouragement and inspiration. But um, I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful that you're part of the Be Love, Give Love community. And if you heard anything that, you know, inspires you, I encourage you to share this podcast with others and find us on social media. Appreciate you guys. Have a blessed one. And until next time, be love and give love.